0: developing a product as a matter of fact bro i got a whole class on this
1: oh yeah i will send you the link all right
0: all your people could have
1: it for free welcome back to young smart money with me your host apple Kreider. today we are sitting down with antonio t smith jr this guy has a wild wild story for y'all um he started off six years old homeless on the streets living out of dumpsters like straight up Um, until the age uh, of about 15, 16, when he started high school, at which point, um, he'd already been a serial hustler, he'd been selling stuff on the streets, um, a little bit illegal, a little bit illegal, he's going to get into that. Um, But then, then he transitioned into this place where he was building a real business from the ground up, started connecting with some real power players. And now he's gotten to the point where he is a multi multi millionaire, we're talking eight figure net worth. This dude's connected with some legends um, like Les Brown and a bunch of other very, very high level people. And uh, believe it or not, he's actually running for president as well. We're going to get into all of that in the interview today. So I am super stoked to dive into it with Antonio. This dude is an absolute killer. He brings a ton of value to the podcast um, and a little bit of humor too. So I'm sure you guys are going to enjoy it. So without further ado, I want you guys to sit back, relax, plug in and enjoy this episode of Young, Smart. Money. All right Antonio welcome to Young Smart Money. How are you doing today? Man I'm doing pretty good man. I've been reading a lot about you man.
0: You're you're on fire.
1: I appreciate that. I appreciate you saying that. So Antonio our listeners they got to hear a little bit about you in the intro but for those of them that aren't familiar with who you are and what you're doing give us like a quick snapshot of where you are right now. I'm a multimillionaire
0: and living the best life I could possibly (laughs) live. I like scotch and cigars, and I like helping people make a lot of money. (laughs) That's where I'm at right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm excited to dive into that and how you got to this place. So the first place that I want to start, though, I'd like to start all the episodes off like this because we got a younger listener base here. So talk to us about like your middle school, high school years. I want to hear what you were up to. What was Antonio doing in like middle school, high school?
0: Yeah, nothing, man. I was homeless, actually. I grew up homeless from six, and I got adopted freshman year in high school, right? So I was a 14-year-old bad kid. And that was actually a blessing because that's how I learned how to be such a businessman. When I was six years old, I had to eat. So I started off in CPS custody at six. I ran away because it was an abusive situation, right? I'm I'm not the only kid like that that went through that in the state of Texas. And I spent all the way till I was 14 years old homeless. Not, not, not no fake homeless, like in house to house or couch to couch. I've been living in a trash can. So, my middle, I felt the fifth grade and I felt the sixth grade. So, you're talking about middle school. That sucked for me, man. <laughs> like, that totally sucked. But, you know, I somehow made it out and I had to wind up putting myself through school. I graduated late, obviously. And, yeah, so middle school and, and anything before that sucked. High school, a little different. A little different. High school, <laughs> I, I wanted to play football really well, so I was a jock. So I got a few, few little girlfriends and some groupies. You know, you know how that goes.
1: A hundred percent. So, like, so, so how did you, like, like, basically, basically how did you get started in entrepreneurship? So coming from this definitely, like, rough upbringing, like, how did you then transition into the business? Drew,
0: I had to eat, brother. Yeah. I had to eat. Entrepreneurship for me started at six uh, back when I'm so I, I, I basically I began a millennial. So I just 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 got cool enough to be a millennial. Right. I'm right <laughs> at the edge of it. And moon pies were like 75 cents, dude. And that's what I would eat. I would eat these moon pies and I would go to this gas station. I had this water fountain and I would just let my water fill up in my stomach so I could hear swish around here's the deal. I had to figure out how to get 75 cents. I had no idea. I had no idea how to make money. I had no idea how to get 75 cents. And I, I could go to the drug dealers because I grew up in the hood, right? That was pretty easy. You know, I moved some packages for them. And I did that a few times too. Actually, I did that a lot to be honest with you. But <laughs> nevertheless, entrepreneurship, me, man, started because I was hungry as hell, brother. I was. And that's the honest to God truth. I was hungry. I'm like that lion in the, in the jungle, right? I've got to eat. So that means some gazelle has to die today. That, <laughs> right, that is how entrepreneurs started for me. Now, honestly, I had my first legit business at 12, and I was six figures by 18.
1: Wow. Well, I mean, what were you doing?
0: Yeah. So I started a, a record company, a recording label called Paper Chasing Records. Actually, here's the cool thing. If you actually – I was on iTunes in 2006 before iTunes was wow. big Wow. Yeah, if you look up, now now careful, because I am cussing my butt off on that, right? (laughs) But if you look up an album called, actually, if you look up Paper the Ghost, P-A-Y-P-A, and then The Ghost, I swear to you, you will see this little skinny version of me in 2006 from People to So, man, I'm slanging CDs like they slanging crack. I sold 60,000 of my CDs for a -A -A dollar. Like I had this idea. Wow. What if I go to Office Depot, burn my CDs, sell them for a $1, dollar, a hundred pack at a time, cost $9.99, set them to catch them on sale. So I'm flipping it. And I did that so much, I want up getting a team of 25, six figures, man, 18. Easy. Started at 14, got some traction at 18. While I'm getting signed to a major deal about 24, 25. Wow. <laughs>
1: that, is, that is absolutely crazy, man yeah i had a crazy life dude (laughs) clearly clearly so i mean talk to talk to the young the young entrepreneur or like one entrepreneur out there who, who wants to get started i mean what what do you think is important for them to understand about the world of entrepreneurship
0: all right so i got two things immediately came to mind for one if you can't take a massive amount of pain get out as fast as possible entrepreneurship Is about an incredible amount of pain. Your friends will not be there like they said. Your girlfriend will not be there like she said. And the money will not come like it said. It just won't happen. And if you can't take a massive amount of pain, get out. Now that's the second most important thing. Here's the first thing that I would say say to you, brother. And for the entrepreneurs, I like that. I never heard that term before. Good job. I'm gonna steal <laughs> that from. You. Right? So all you entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs out there, and even parallel entrepreneurs, those of you with jobs and you got side business, right? Don't follow rules. That's the number one thing I could possibly tell you. Let me break this down real quick. If you're following rules, that means somebody else is upholding your poverty condition. I cannot stress that enough. Rules are written by winners to keep you in your place so they can go outside those rules and then oppress you. Do not, under any circumstances, follow rules. They are there to keep you poor. Mm. Like a parent, right? If you got kids, go to bed, son. That doesn't mean your parents go to bed. (laughs) That just means you're going to bed, right? Yeah, so that would be what I was saying, man. Don't don't follow freaking rules at all, man. (laughs) Man.
1: All right. So so that being said, I mean, like like what are some what are some times where you have like gone against the status quo, like broken some rules? Man, every time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Let's <laughs> let's just count the facts. OK, so first off, I'm young and I'm black. Right. And I'm a multimillionaire. So I've had to obviously do a lot of crazy things to get that far. Here, here's one time this lady would not give me, I'm I'm also in real estate, right? She just would not under any circumstances give me this permit I needed to fix this house that I needed to do and blah, blah, blah. Hmm. And I could tell she had a little bit of uh, racist in her, right? I could tell it, it was obvious. It was obvious. So now I've got to figure out how do I make the confusion go back on her? So she wanted me to go get all this stupid stuff. So I did. I followed those rules, right? I followed those rules on purpose because I needed to follow her stupid rules she was making up to a point to where she couldn't make up no more rules. And the moment she got to that, she ran out of rules, I threw it back on. I said, ma'am, I paid this money. I got the permit. I got the fire chief to go off on it. Now, any confusion, that's on your end. And as soon as I did that, oh my God, I'm not racist. I didn't bring that up at all. <laughs> I didn't say that. My daughter dates a black man. I didn't ask you that, so I let him talk, right? I let him talk. And This just happened like last year. I let him talk and all that stuff. So I broke the rules by putting back in her face what she did because <laughs> I needed her to know. Listen, confusion's on your end. I'm a customer. You got these policies. I've done it all, and I give me my doggone permit, right? That's <laughs> Here's another one I did. I just created one of the fastest growing multi-level marketing companies in the world. I broke two rules. I took one of my direct sales businesses. I created a multi-level market company, which I don't look like someone who would do that. Right. (laughs) And then on top of that, I changed the compensation plan to where 97% of the people get money instead of that 3% of the people get money. Huh? Yeah.
1: That's wild, man. Do you have a background in multi-level marketing or?
0: Not at all, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's breaking the root. So what I did was I hired a president. And so I, I had to put a president of my company, and he got 30 years of network marketing. He lives in California. His name is Darrell Dillahunty, and I just hired him, right? So since I don't have a background, I got someone in the background. I got him running that, right? Yeah, man. I don't need to have a background in making money, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so... Antonio, what was what was the business that, like, brought you up to, to millionaire status? Like, I'm assuming it wasn't just CDs on the streets. Like, well, what came between? I wish.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I'd still be doing it. I love that crap, man. I love that. I love that. that. No, nah, man, it was – at first it was, it was an education company. I started this educational tech company – and it was, it was, I was chasing to figure out how to find the master algorithm, right? I'm a bit of, oh, actually, I'm a really big nerd. I've been watching Shark Week all week. Right? <laughs> I love that stuff, right? I'm a huge, huge nerd. And I'm trying to build this algorithm, you know, the master algorithm, the one algorithm to rule them all. And then I realized people was like, hey, man, teach us how you make money. I was like, okay, dude, I teach you, hey, do this, do this, do it, right? Hey, teach us how to do this. Okay, we'll sell this. You know, I'm kind of like Gary Vee in that perspective. And then, boom, it realized to me, holy crap. People don't know how to make money and they want me <laughs> to teach them how to make money. Well, shit, I could do this, right? <laughs> so I took my tech company with the algorithm and I made it an education company at the same time. And that took me over the edge. Here's what I did. The first thing I started doing was teaching people how to speak, because you know, everybody's got a story they want to speak. Then after that, I start teaching them sales. Hmm. And then people were like, man, F themselves, I'm scared. I want to do marketing. All right, then so I started teaching marketing. Now I teach business, sales, and marketing, got that whole thing powered by tech, full education, like a full university, a full university, got a bunch of people, hundreds, maybe almost thousands of people in it. That took me over the edge because at first I was charging $20,000 a pop to get in. Wow. So I made $34 million in the first year by accident, right? Like by accident, I went from six figures to millions in a year. That was a heck of an adjustment, right? That was 2016-ish. Not bad. 2016, 2000. Yeah, 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 man. I just got here, man, like two and a half <laughs> years ago. <laughs> yeah, that so, took me over the top.
1: How were you? How were you getting people in that program? Like, how are you selling this twenty thousand dollars program to people? Oh, man, I can sell anything, right? I got a got a team,
0: and. I knew, actually, I started with Joel Osteen, Lakewood Church. Yeah, That's what made, that's what got me my start. 2012, I did a two-year internship with him, and I had to fix a bunch of stuff that was wrong in Lakewood Church. Not wrong in a bad way, you know, just stuff that could be better. Mm-hmm. And I realized, holy crap, I just did this for this guy, right? He's it's Joel, right? 40,000 members, and Joel, all right, maybe I can fix other businesses, right? So how I convinced them is I had a track record. I went from Joel Osteen to a couple other celebrities to Les Brown, the great motivational speaker. I ran his entire company in 2017. I was director of operations. So how I got these people to come in is I had this paper trail of track record Mm. of all these people I had made successful. So now I'm the guru. I'm not the face yet. I'm the face now. I took three years. They want me to come out of the background I'm the face now, but then I was just the smart guy that can 10X your business before Grant Cardone. Well, I know. I think right when Grant Cardone was talking about 10X. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, so how are you making these connections with these big guys like Les Brown? Ah, that's the best question so <laughs> far. This is, this
0: is my secret, y'all. This is, this is going to sound a little Gary Vee-ish and Grant Cardone is combined into one, right? <laughs> I give away value for free. I do. I just do because, right? Because people aren't stupid. The internet has has made everybody rich and famous, or it's cut out the middleman. And anybody, who, in fact, I'll say it this way, because I say it all the time: the days of being relevant without being a resource, they are over. Period. Point blank. If you're trying to be relevant without being a resource, you're dead. You're already out of business. So how I got them, how I got them in, I give away all this value. But here's what I do. I take this, I got this curation package where I can get you thousands of likes and blah, 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 run your stuff, repurpose your content, you know, the the, the natural, the stuff, the stuff that everybody talks about, right? And I got it priced at like Mm -hmm. $1,475. You got this $10,000, $20,000 package and I dropped the price all the way down. But I refuse to sell it to anybody that's not big, right? Or, um, celebrity or have some big so I've done it with NASA the US Army right all that mm. Les Brown Kenny Thomas and the NBA all sorts of stuff like that it's underpriced I give always value and here's what I do I say Les Brown you can take all the credit I won't say nothing I just need you to give me referrals and that's my secret mm. right over deliver drop that price all the way down and then ask these rich people to give me their rich friends. I didn't learn how to drink Scotch until I was sitting in million dollar homes when God offered me Scotch. All right, then let me go and take that so we can sign this deal, right? <laughs> yeah. So I use that super duper package to get close to them. Cause they they either don't want to do what we know how to do, cause why? Like, why? I would pay somebody else, right? At this point I'm sixty years old. Why would I do that? Or they can't do it because the internet shifted on them and then they come from the old school, right? Mm-hmm. There you go.
1: Dang. Leading with value. I mean, that's, that's the name of the game, honestly. Like if you want people to listen to you, I mean, yeah, like you said, you got to be a resource if you want to be relevant. Facts.
0: All facts, man. As a matter of fact, I'll I'll tell your audience, if you're not leading with value, either keep listening to this podcast so you can do so, or just, I don't know, go be a customer somewhere, right? Because (laughs) you, you shouldn't be an entrepreneur. At this point, People are tired of the government forcing them to be 65 years old to retire, right? Younger people, like now, I'm 38 now. I just like, literally just turned 38 like yesterday, okay? Oh, happy birthday. And, appreciate you. And my kids are now smarter than me. I've got a 10 year old who, crazy fact, my 10 year old got on Fortnite when it was in beta mode. And he was begging me, dad, buy me this Fortnite. I was like, son, come on, man, listen, games, on Xbox, <laughs> don't download over the internet. That's not how it works, son. Right? You gotta go in the store, right? You know what I'm saying, stuff <laughs> like that. I'm just a dumbass, right? I have no idea what I'm talking about, right? I'm just sitting here, and then finally, four months in the beta, he, buy, he, he convinced me to get it. I had no idea Fortnite was going to be Fortnite. <laughs> but had I listened to my doggone kids, I had cash, I could have invested in it Fortnite, <laughs> right? Anyway, I don't know why I said that. But the point is, (laughs) make sure that you understand that people who are younger, you're you're smarter. You're smarter than me. Like right now, I think I read in your body like 20. You are far smarter than me. I'm setting trends, but you're setting the new trends. And you are the you're setting trends. And you're also controlling the trends and part of the trends. Anything I'm creating now is for you. Anything, you you run the world now, man. In my time, I got like five years left, All
1: right? <laughs> Bro, you give me too much credit.
0: <laughs> Making me sound good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. All right, well, Antonio, I'm I'm curious, man. Earlier, yeah, man. you mentioned you mentioned building out your team. So, I want you to talk to the younger listeners about like that process for you. Like, what do you look for when you're building out a team? When yeah. do you decide to build out a team? Talk to us about that.
0: Build out a team ASAP I would tell you for sure that's the easiest part of that your team should be better than you and I mean that I don't mean as a cliche I mean they need to be smarter than you and they also need to be smarter than you in the areas that you are dumb at okay my entire team is surrounded excuse me I'm surrounded by my entire team who's at fitting in my weaknesses I don't do paperwork I suck at it okay I I just do, dude. I just do. I'm a typical alpha male. Give me a target. Let me crush this target, right? I don't care about paperwork in the same respect. I don't like doing paperwork. And I suggest to anyone that if you want to make a million dollars, then don't do stuff that is less than a million dollars worth of work, right? Don't do that. Mm. Just staff that stuff out. Like I don't drive, I, I don't drive. I'm in the passenger driver's seat of this car right now, but I'm gonna be in the passenger seat when my driver comes back out. <laughs> and I was doing that when I was broke, right? I've switched my mindset. So that would be my suggestion. When you build a team, treat your team, very overpay your team, definitely overpay them. And then staff a few people, but overpay everybody you pay. My job, not my job, my, my company, we have a $22 minimum wage. Wow. Yeah, so we definitely overpay people, right? The Mm -hmm. janitor gets paid $22.
1: Dang. that's what's So, like, how, like, talk to a young, because, like, obviously people out there are going to be like, yeah, I want to make a million dollars, but, like, if they don't have any cash flow coming in right now, do you think it's too soon for them to, like, bring people on?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you can start this way. You can come up with a $200 product. Mm -hmm. You can sell it to 500 people. That's... Uh, six figures right there immediately. That's, that's $100,000. Or you can you can create a monthly program at, you know, I don't know, let's see, $17. Well, let's go with $20 for easy math. And then you can sell that to 5,000 people. That's now another six figures, right? And then you just reinvest that six figures over and over and that'll fix your cash. If you want to be a millionaire, you don't have any cash. You need three things to be a millionaire and cash is not one of them, okay? You need to have a product you need to have a business system and you need to serve people. Mm. Cash has nothing to do with being a millionaire. It just doesn't. You, you would never be a millionaire if you don't have a product. If you don't have a product, one or two things are realistic. You are, you are the customer, which you can't be a millionaire. as a customer, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Gary Vee, I saw on one of his vlogs, he said the fastest way not to buy Ferrari is to actually buy a Ferrari, right? Yeah. Classic. I love that line. If, you're don't, if you don't have a product, you are a customer. That is a problem. You're in the wrong position. You want to be the, to be the CEO, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't have a product, what also is happening to you is you're living or working in someone else's product. These things automatically rule you out for being a millionaire. they put you in the middle class. You're stuck. And My advice to all of you would be get out the middle class as fast as possible. You pay the most taxes. Business systems work when you're not there. I'm not at my office now, and it won't be for the next day or two at least, but I'm going to make money, more money than when I'll be in there because I have business systems. Sales funnels is a great business system, right? Mm-hmm. So you want to do that. It's a fantastic business system. And then you got to serve people. you got to serve people, period. You don't get to be a millionaire and then come on the, 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 this podcast to be a butthole, right? You can't do that. It's not the way it works. you got to be nice. you got to serve people. Because you can't make money unless you work in a mint, okay? If you try to make money and you're not in a mint, that's called counterfeit. You know what I'm saying? You actually have to serve people, and their money is just gratitude for your serving. Hmm. Yeah, I thank you at a hundred dollars for what you gave to me,
1: right? Hmm. Hopefully that helps you, but I'm trying
0: to help you all 100%. as much as I can. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so talk to us more about uh, I want to dive into each of those but first like products. So like talk to us about like creating a good product, a high value product that people are actually going to want, It's actually going to help them. Oh, fantastic question. Best one
0: so far. So you basically have two types of products. You have one product that solves a solution or solves a problem, I mean. So it's a solution. The other product is escapism, right? It just lets you avoid your life. Hmm. Facebook is really good at helping you avoid your life, right? <laughs> but Facebook ads are really good at helping you solve the problem. So you can have one product that has different products inside of it that solves your problem. You got to choose that part of product. You break it down to how you can exchange money, right? You're either going to collect money, or you're going to, col- or you're going to get massive money. Okay, that's it. That collecting money is Netflix, $8.99 a month. I'm just sitting back, you bring it to me. Mm -hmm. Massive money is I just flipped this house, (laughs) right? (laughs) So that's it, right? It's only two things you do. Once you understand that, now develop your product. A lot of people get stuck here when they try to come up with a price for it, right? What you do is you don't price your product on your feelings, you price it on the value it provides to Apple, right? I mean, not Apple, I mean you, you Apple, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you, you provided for that. Now, now that I know this is a $10,000 product, then come down a little bit, right? Come down so you can over deliver. Mm-hmm. Come down $6,000. I mean, now it's a $4,000 product that used to be 10000 you do it like that. Developing a product, as a matter of fact, bro, I got a whole class on this. Oh yeah, I will send you the link. All right. All your people could have it for
1: free. Be in the Shit, show notes, then. y'all. <laughs> <laughs> there
0: it is. There it is. I got a whole class on how to develop a product for sure. It's two hours, but you can your your whole audience could have it for free. I've never done that before, but there you go, buddy.
1: Appreciate it.
0: Yeah. Man, you just pull out what's in you, and then you, you well, I don't want to simplify like that, but think think about it. Do I want people to escape? Do I want to do Fortnite? Forget the school. Let's just play Fortnite. <clears throat> All right, Or do I want to be the V-Bucks, which solves the problem of looking cool, you know, with the emotes and stuff, right? <laughs> Pick one of those two, you'll be just fine.
1: Mm, 100%. So, so now is that into business systems a little bit, all right? Yeah. So you mentioned sales funnels, but like, what are some other examples of like a business system?
0: Now, this is where people, this is, most people have your product. Yeah. And entrepreneurs are always nice people that want to serve. In most mm. cases, what they'll be missing is the business system. That is sales funnels, period. Not only, but sales funnels don't have to be digital. Y'all just heard of it digitally. Yep. Let's walk into Walmart real quick. That's a freaking sales funnel if <laughs> I've ever seen one. You've never bought, I dare you or me or any of your listeners to tell me where ChapStick is in Walmart. We all know it's at the front, yep. but please tell me what aisle is ChapStick on. No one knows. <laughs> nor the beef jerky right we don't know because they funnel you to the front right so you can say hey maybe i ought to get this chapstick i'm a little hungry from walking around let me get this beef jerky right (laughs) what are the drinks inside the refrigerators we obviously know it's always some power a right or some gatorade then you got the monster drinks we got starbucks now and for vegans you know what I'm saying? Like, I've recently, well, I'm becoming vegan again. I just give me some water. I don't want the freaking sugar, right? You get know what I'm saying? Like, it always be sitting there, and it be the Dasani water or something. If you walk in on one side, you see all the beer and stuff. You know, you walk in the other side, you see anything they want to sell you. That's a funnel, dude. And you don't you can humanize funnels. You can do a speech on stage and then stand out front. And every time somebody says, Oh my God, Apple, you did a good job. Oh, thank you very much. Could you record that for me, please? <laughs> right? And now it's a testimony or some something you're gonna swipe on your website. So obviously funnels is is your most important because if you don't have funnels, you're out of business. But here's some other business systems. Other business systems is doing things that don't scale, like every single time that you interview someone on the podcast, write them a handwritten letter, mm. right? Yeah, get the address. Say, hey, man, I, I like to send people stuff. I got a book. Right? You know, I send you a book. I do that. I literally, on my podcast, which I'm going to have you on because you, you got like, like your energy, right? Um, on my it. podcast, and, and it's, it's top rank too. It's, it's, it's always in the top 200. It's always in the top 200. But on my podcast, I send you one of my free books. The last book I just wrote with Les Brown wrote the forward is a bestseller. I'm just doing that because it doesn't scale. Giving that value away is another business system. More business systems could be like a bank, right? Have overdraft fees. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. don't do that to people, but, you know, whatever, right? All these things like that can really work out. Flipping houses. Here's a business system for flipping houses. Instead of trying to flip one house in a year, flip four in a year, but only, and this is fantastic real estate advice, only go in houses in what we call super hypermarkets. That means You've ran the comps, comparables. You've looked at three housing areas and all the houses in the area are moving in 30 days. So the system I'm saying is don't go buy a house if the houses are not moving in 30 days. Mm. Now, 60 days is even good. That's not super hyper, but it's a hyper market. So now that becomes a system. I'm only going where houses are flying off the shelves, right? Mm. That's a business system. Now, if you can move if you can get a house in 30 days, fix it in 30 days, sell it in 30 days, that's a pipeline of 90 days. You can do four of those a year, bro. All right? That's a whole business system. I just gave it to you for free. There you go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. You've been dropping so much value, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, so what's this? I hear about you, you being a potential presidential candidate.
0: Yeah, I'm actually running, man. I'm actually fastest growing candidate, independent, independent, uh-huh, independent, uh-huh. independent candidate because, you know, I just, I have a, this, this breaks my heart. What breaks my heart is there are people out here like me, we've got this knowledge. I mean, you, you know, you've got this knowledge, but when we get enough, whatever enough means, enough votes, enough podcast listeners, enough money, we tend to protect it. I, I think that's bullshit. I really do. Right? It, it really is. Abundance is meant to be shared. Yeah. Period. Yes. Right. It's meant to be shared, and it breaks my heart when I look at America. I'm like, they're not being taught correctly. They're not dumb. They're geniuses, but the three percent are keeping it away. We just are. We're just keeping it away. Like most of your artists never heard of a hypermarket or a super hypermarket, right? Mm-hmm. But the people like me who know it won't say it unless you give me $10,000 to say it, right? It's Mm. crazy. Abundance meant to be shared, so I'm running for president to unite the 97% and create your own economy, right? I just believe everyone should have their own economy that should be happening. I'm not saying for small government, big government, I'm just saying, you know, Apple should be comfortable, right? I mean, it takes about $96,000 a year just to be comfortable. The average in American makes $56,000 a year. That's trash, man. It's trash, right? Wages haven't gone up, but price has gone up. You know, freaking Starbucks is high. You know, everything is high, right? Everything is high. So that that's why I'm running, man. I don't mean to go in that soapbox, but I just have a heart for people. And I, I'm not the nicest guy in the world. I try to be, but my motives are 99% correct. Mm. I'm always on some correct motives. Abundance is meant to be shared. And anybody hoarding abundance, you deserve to lose it. You absolutely do. Period.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that so much, man. And like, appreciate you, man. yeah, man, just all, all the props to you for that, man. And, and like best of luck. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> like, what, when did you decide that, that you wanted to do that? Or like what made you like go for it? <laughs> yeah.
0: Here's the crazy part. And I graduated year two thousand. I had wrote myself. I said, "Hey, you should run for president one day." I was BSing, bro. I was right. I wasn't. It was. It was. It was in there, but it wasn't. And then one day last year, no, this year, I just looked at some new stuff, man. I'm looking at Trump. I got no problem with Trump. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at this. He was doing some straight BS that day, though, right? I mean, the BS is BS. I call Spadey what yeah. it is, right? And I'm looking at the left. So I'm looking at Democrats. They're doing some BS. And then it dawned on me, oh, the only thing politicians want to do is convince you that they are the solution and no one else is. And they're creating this system of lack because Apple can't do it. Only Antonio, come to me, right? (laughs) And I thought about that. I said, whoa, we have created a system of lack And the people are blind to it because we argue over blue or red, right? Democrats or Republicans or Bloods and Crips, right? We don't care. We argue over one system of control and we pick a side thinking that we're free. That's trash. We are not free. You are not free until you make a massive amount of money so you can unplug or go totally homeless, sleep your unplugging way, right? You get to choose that. But other than that, man, it's a terrible, terrible thing that we're doing, terrible thing we're going through. And I just think that rain clouds have never had one raindrop, right? Every time the every time the nature, every time nature does something, it does it in abundance. We got plenty of bacteria, plenty of of water, plenty of clouds, plenty of thunder, plenty of night. We never it's oranges everywhere. But when man does something, that's when lack happens, right? you never seen a cloud with low self-esteem saying, oh, you know what, I'm just gonna rain for a little bit. No, it's not gonna happen, right? Yeah. Lack is a man-made system and our people don't, and I mean our people, black, white, right, it doesn't matter, right, it's human race. Our people don't get that. And I just figured, hey, let me just make enough noise until people get it, right?
1: Mm. Man, mad respect for that, dude. I'm like, I'm very much on the same wavelength as far as like abundance mindset goes and really just like like sharing knowledge. I mean, that's, that's, my, that's my mission. Like, that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm trying to do. Like, and, and I realize that like, I'm only 20 years old, but I don't have that much to share. But I mean, that's why I have conversations with people like yourself who who have that life experience, who have that knowledge, who can really, really like provide that value to to people.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. And you know what? When I was 20, First off, I wouldn't even do a podcast because they wouldn't invent it, but I was a knucklehead in the Army, right? I was in the Army, United States. I was counterintellig- uh, military intelligence in the Army, and I was just lost, right, because I grew up homeless. I got adopted at 14, so really, I'm like four years old, man. You know, I'm like, really, mm-hmm. as far as dealing with people. You are far a lot better than me when I was 20. And Gary Vee would tell you, you can mess up for the next 20 years and still be <laughs> straight, right? You really can. And he's absolutely right when he says that. You're absolutely right. I will tell you this that you being 20 interviewing people like me over and over, because I actually subscribed to your podcast last night, right over Appreciate and over, it. yeah, yeah, no doubt man. over and over, by default, osmosis almost <laughs> dude, you're going to be a millionaire, ASAP, man. I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, and you got a good energy about you. Half of this journey is making people fall in love with you, hmm. and that's the truth we don't we don't say that. But there's a book about that called How to Win Uh, Friends and Influence People, right? Yeah. 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 Half of this journey is making people fall in love with you. The other half of this journey is respecting people as your greatest resource. That's the truth. This is, I'm more like Grant Cardone in my mindset. I'd be like, duh, get it, get it, sales. But my heart is real Gary V. like, though, right? It it really is, man. So I'm kind of, emerge between both of these guys. But but honestly, people are your greatest resource. And we really can't do anything better than respect who we're in front of. At the end of the day, man, you're the most important thing I've done all day. When I hang up with you, I gotta go somewhere else and whoever I'm talking to then is the most important thing I've done all day. And yep. every time I talk to somebody, they're the most important thing I've done all day long.
1: Do that, universe will bless you every time. Mm. Straight up. Yeah. Antonio, you've been dropping so much value. I'm so grateful for that, man. I've got some questions that I like to ask all of my guests. Are you feeling ready for those? Yeah, I'm ready, buddy. Let's do it. First of which, what is something that genuinely has you excited right now?
0: The launch of my network marketing company, I don't mean to plug it. What I mean to do is I'm telling you my vision with that company is to, it is there to create 100,000 millionaires. That has me excited because we've created eight so far. So I've got like whatever 100,000 minus 80 is, right? I've got 999,000, whatever, 922, whatever it is. Whatever the hell it is, right? I got that many. I'm excited about that because what if I actually pull it off, dude? And think about that. What if I actually pull off creating 100,000 millionaires? You know how different this world would be? That has me excited, bro. It does. That has me excited.
1: Has me excited too, man. (laughs) Uh, Antonio, I'm also curious, man, do you have any habits that have served you particularly well, either in your business, your lifestyle?
0: Yeah, I I read people extremely well. Hmm. That's probably coming from me homeless, where I had the streets, right, coming from the streets. So, you know, I got some, some street smarts on me. The best habit that I say I would have is I allow people to be a genius without offending me. That's hard. You got to grow there. You have to grow there. In fact, I, we have a prayer in my office all year long is to be the least offended person on planet Earth. I got all my staff doing it, right? They're they catching hell too. <laughs> you know, They're catching hell trying to get it, right? But I've done it since 2012. And I'm really like, I'm like this all the time, dude. I think my best habit is allowing Apple to just be a genius. And I'm not offended by that. I'm happy for it. I'm celebrating with you. I can't wait until you get to be more of a genius, right? Doing that makes a hell of a CEO.
1: Hmm. I like that a lot. I like that yeah. a lot. <laughs> I'm happy to start incorporating that more into, into just my, my way of being. Yeah, man.
0: Definitely, man.
1: Awesome. Everybody's
0: a genius. You let them be a genius. People will love you for that, man. Yeah. 100%. And they'll love to surround themselves with you.
1: Antonio I'm so grateful for you you choosing to spend your time here on the podcast where can our listeners go if they want to follow up with you learn more about what you're working on um, and just connect with you man
0: I'm gonna tell you what y'all go to his show notes don't even search me (laughs) unless you go to his show notes right don't even look me up unless you go through Alvin you gotta go through this podcast to find me because abundance is meant to be shared when you do do drop the name of this podcast. I'll hook you up. I'll give you some, well, it's already going to be in the show notes, but I'll hook you up with some more stuff, but I want me and you brother to stay connected. Right. So I don't want them to come outside of you to come to me. You go through him to come to me. Now I'll make you rich when you do that.
1: I, I appreciate you, Antonio. You're the man. You're the man. So, Antonio, you got any last words of wisdom, any closing thoughts you want to leave us with today? Sure, man. Move before you're ready.
0: That's what what I normally am, typical radio broadcasts, or podcast like this. Move before you're ready because you're never going to be freaking ready. Move, right? The body's never going to be ready. Wherever your mind goes, the body, by law, it must follow, right? It has to. Move before you're ready. Absolutely. Move
1: before you're ready. Antonio, man, I'm grateful for you. Grateful for your time. Thank you so much.
0: Man, thank you, brother. I appreciate you, man.
1: bada bing bada boom that is a wrap guys i hope you guys enjoyed this last episode of young smart money if you did you know what to do um drop us a five star review on itunes it would mean the world to me i literally run on reviews like they are the fuel that goes into my body and gets me jazzed up fired up every single morning so you take the time literally it's like five seconds to drop a review if you're in the podcast app literally just go to young smart money scroll all the way down past all the episodes at the very bottom there'll be a section that says write a review if you could drop me all of your thoughts, all of your questions, all your comments, all your concerns, I would love to read those. I read each and every one of them um, and I really do take them all to heart so that would mean a ton if you could do that. Otherwise, um, if you guys are wondering how I make money on the show, because if y'all notice, I don't put sponsors on the podcast. I don't believe in that. I don't want to waste your time listening to some ad about Squarespace or whatever they're promoting these days on the podcast. And I've been approached by plenty of sponsors, believe me, but they all get shown where the door is because that's not what I believe in. But I am still able to monetize this podcast, turn it into a consistent five figures per month of income. If you guys are wondering how I do that, um, I put together a free cheat sheet for y'all. It's a little bit more than a cheat. It's kind of like an ebook. It's like 20 some pages long where I laid out the 16 methods that I use to monetize my podcast so, if you guys are interested in that, um, again, completely free, just head over to slash cheat sheet. That's slash cheat sheet. And you can download that completely for free. Cheat sheet is all one word. Uh, don't ask me to spell it though, because I will probably mess up. So, guys, slash cheat sheet for the free cheat sheet, how I'm able to monetize my podcast consistently, five figures per month off of that. Um, I really am passionate about podcasting and I want to teach y'all how to do it because I see these guys making videos on YouTube teaching you like the the bare minimum, the basics, the stuff that nobody like needs to actually learn. Um, But it's it's that advanced stuff. It's how to actually make money doing this without having to put sponsors on your show that I think is really, truly valuable. So that's why I wanted to share that with y'all. So guys, again, absolutely free to download. Link will also be in the show notes for this episode. Otherwise, I hope you guys have an absolutely wonderful rest of your day, wherever it leads you. And I'm glad you decided to spend the last hour here with us on Young Smart Money.